Good morning. Good morning. Hi. How is everyone doing today? Today we're going to look at Mark chapter 6, verse 30 to 44. Now, what stood out for me today was verse 31 when they had no leisure even to eat. Now, if you asked me if the word leisure was in the Bible, I would probably say no, but here it is. And the reason why the word is mentioned is that Jesus wanted to give his disciples some rest. They returned from the mission trip where Jesus sent out the 12 disciples on a special mission trip to heal the sick and call people to repent. And so Jesus decides to take his disciples to a desolate place to rest because they were busy. And his example tells us that we should retreat to rest when we have been busy because of ministry sometimes. So Jesus here, we see he knows the disciples' needs. He knew that the disciples worked hard and they needed time by themselves to rest a while. So I imagine the disciples being really happy to have this break, no ministry, especially after this busy ministry season. However, the people followed them and met them on the other side of the lake. And the question I want to ask is, what would you have done if you were Jesus or one of the disciples and ministry followed you when you were planning to go get some rest? Now, just think about that for a moment. Jesus, when he saw the crowd, had compassion on them. That was his response. Even though he and his disciples needed rest, he didn't think about himself, but he thought about the needs of others. And this is key to Christian life. It's thinking about others. Jesus said that it's better to give than to receive in Acts 20. And the Apostle Paul said, consider the needs of others more significant than our own needs in Philippians chapter 2. And so Jesus' example right here challenges me and he is a model that I need to emulate. And I must learn to put the needs of others before my own. Jesus not only models it for me, but he actually did it for me by putting my needs above his own by dying on the cross for my sins so that I can have life. Okay, so what do we see Jesus end up doing after having compassion upon them and him noting that they were sheep without a shepherd? He begins to teach them many things until they grew late. And so fact is people are weak, lost, and injured, and we need to know how to be a shepherd who can teach many things from God's word. So as it says in Psalm 119.105, God's word is a lamp to our to my feet and a light to our path so god's word it guides us it shows us how to live and as shepherds we need to be able to impart god's word um second timothy three sixteen, it says that's um, all scripture it's profitable for teaching reproof correction for training in righteousness that the man of god may be completely equipped with every good word and lastly second timothy two fifteen. That's why we need to be workers approved by God who rightly handles the word of truth. Verse 35 says that it grew late and the disciples asked Jesus to send the people away into the villages to buy themselves something to eat. Now imagine being one of the disciples. They were on a special mission trip. They just got back. They were supposed to rest, but now they're gathering for another meeting, listening to more Bible study. It's late. They're probably tired of hungry, just like the crowd. Why isn't Jesus having compassion on the disciples? Don't they need a break? But Jesus doesn't say, yeah, you're right, guys. That's a great idea. Let's send them away and let's have some post-post together. Instead, he says, you give them something to eat. He calls them into action, in other words. And if I were one of the disciples, to be honest, I think I'd get really angry at this point. What is Jesus doing? Well, he's training the disciples and teaching them to think about others even though they're tired. 
Now, I don't know if the disciples felt that they deserved some downtime. I don't know if people back then thought like that. I do know that people think that way in our culture. We will serve, but we will serve only so much. We all have a line that Jesus shouldn't touch or cross. Otherwise, we're going to think that God is too much. Well, Jesus is saying right here that there is no such line. There is only love and serving others no matter how tired you are or how much you have done. The disciples responded by saying, Well, shall we go and buy 200 denarii worth of bread and give it to them to eat? This could have been a polite way, actually, for the disciples to tell Jesus, Well, we can't do that because that's impossible. But Jesus asked them, How much loaves do you have? Go and see. Now, at this point, I would have gotten furious because I don't want to go and see. I want this thing to be over so that I can stop, rest, and have some downtime. I think that would have been my response. But Jesus says, go and see. And this would have pushed me over the edge, I think. But the disciples, to the credit, they obeyed and they found the five loaves and two fish. And as I read this text, the disciples, they actually did something good for once. They went and saw how much they have and they saw they had the five loaves and two fish and Jesus was able to multiply them. I wonder what the disciples were thinking as Jesus taught the crowds many things. Perhaps they were annoyed that their plans were interrupted or wondering how long Jesus is going to teach them. When it grew late, the disciples finally said, this is a desolate place and the hour is now late. Send them away. So what's the difference between the mentality of send them away and you give them something to eat when it comes to interruptions? I think the mentality of send them away, it doesn't want to embrace the situation or that interruption. And it wants to limit one's involvement with that interruption. The mentality of you give them something to eat, it sees the interruption as an opportunity to actually go and see, to be involved, and to go find out what I can give and be able to witness God at work. So we need to see interruptions to our plans, schedule, and ministry as an invitation that God is giving us to join Him to feed and care for His people. All we have to do is go and see and give God what we have. So each day we have various interruptions to our lives and schedule, our kids, our spouse, our housemate, different prayer requests that come into our inbox or needs of our team, those who live in the same city as us, our students, our peers who are far away. And this is an opportunity for God to expand our hearts as I see what God is doing and I join him. And I see that this is how God ends up strengthening me refreshing me as I have that opportunity to give. So you might think the rest that you need is no ministry or just spending time with your leaders and friends, but I found that one way God strengthens me is when I respond to an interruption, to lift up that prayer for someone, to meet someone in need, or to meet a request to do some work, as that's that opportunity God's giving me to give me strength. God does know the needs of the disciples and their need for rest and the way sometimes God strengthens us is through these interruptions. And for me, as I do the CT, I can't help but think about the work we do for God, especially during COVID. Now, it's a lot of videos and online work. We work and then what happens next? We bring our work to our leader and we get feedback and we have to make changes. And as we do, we bring it back for another round of feedback and we're asked, can you make this better? Is there some more footage that you can find? Can you go look for it? 
And sometimes we might think, like the disciples that I just described, that we've been working really hard, we're tired, we want this to stop, but we have to learn to obey just like the disciples and go and see. In other words, take a moment and make that extra push to find out if you can make things better. Because if you do, then maybe we can create some good content that might feed our students. Sometimes I wonder if the power of God's word is not in what we can do with our bare minimum mediocre effort. Sometimes I think that the power of the gospel is in the last and final moments of our work after hours of feedback and rework. Um, of course, I can't prove it, but in this example, Jesus fed the 5,000 with what the disciples found after a long day of work. Okay, so that's our DT for today. Have All a right. good day. Have a nice day. Bye-bye.